Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Rogers, what's up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance had a little uh, handyman project done at my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How handy are you? Um, No, this was definitely something that I paid a handyman to come to <laughs> smart man um there's some things i'll do but if it involves like sawing a large hole out of sheetrock mm. eh, that would that be the glory hole no no that, no that would not have to be a large hole okay <laughs> if that were the case <laughs> all right small hole um no for for my birthday andrea got me a something called a blum safe which is a ah. A, a secure display case that's mounted in the wall. Isn't Blum, didn't they have a, a banana stand? In, I think that's, uh, um, I don't think, I, I'm not no. an Arrested Development guy. I watched like <laughs> okay. two episodes and I didn't make it. All right. Did um, they make uh, that, that scary movie that got Academy Award? You're thinking of Blumhouse. Is what Blumhouse, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm getting there. So it's a, it's a, it's basically a safe, except it has glass on the door. So and how safe is this? Yeah. Thing? I mean, it's, it's resistant glass. <laughs> okay. But it's, it's a discouraged. Yeah. Box. It's a, it's a secure display case that yeah. also wa- winds my watches and it's mounted into a wall. That's cool. Are there any lasers like crisscrossing so that, uh, there are not, but there is biometrics on the safe. <laughs> so I, I don't have to pull like the, um, Oh God! What's that? What's that woman's name who is married to Michael Douglas? Catherine Zeta Jones. I don't have mm. to pull like the Catherine Zeta Jones. Well, you don't have to. I don't have to. No, but I do anyway. <laughs> we choose to. I put on yoga pants and I do. Um, no, it's bio biomimetic biometric. It's not okay. biomimetic. Pretty sure. <laughs> it, it doesn't take four hours to do an occlusal composite. Um, it doesn't have to. <laughs> it, it's biometric, so it's a fingerprint scanner to open it. Okay. Um, and so it it, it inside of it, um, it it winds twelve of my watches, and then has um, a small drawer with space for four more. Mm. So it and what's holds- really weird is they're all battery operated, right? So <laughs> just spinning yes, for no it's just reason. Just all swatches, just all quartz swatches. Uh huh. Yeah, in there. <laughs> um, uh, thirty-seven dollars, uh, you know, or, or so in value. Um, <laughs> and that. so it's it's sort of in my closet, and it's um, it's hidden behind some stuff, but I can see it. Um, but you'd have to know, like, you'd have to go looking for it if you wanted to find it. Gotcha. Um, and I get it, like. Gotcha. It's the name of it is Blum Safe, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not right. like it has glass on the outside. So like I I get it. It's not really a safe. Okay. So I posted it on Reddit in the subreddit of watches. Uh-oh. Um and I did get like 5000 upvotes on it. Uh, oh wow. There was there was some hate. Number one, um I, a little jealousy of the collection that's in there. People well, were jealous of all those swatches. Mhm. Mhm. Hard, hard to 
hard to find swatches that you have to like one of them is an exclusive at the swatch store at king of Prussia mall you know you, you can't get that anywhere else love me know. that quartz mm-hmm. um so there's some so a little a little bit of of saltiness um and just people not understanding what real wealth is i think is part of the deal like real wealth isn't <laughs> okay a handful of of swiss watches if real wealth right. is fucking Jeff Bezos, like who owns an island, right? That's uh-huh. that's wealth. Like let's right. let's keep things in. Uh-huh. Like th- there there's a middle class that's ever shrinking, and and I'm I'm proud to be a part of that middle class. But there's no there's no wealth. Um, right, right. But a lot of people just like not understanding a safe that has glass on it, and it's like at the end of the day, like it's behind other stuff, and I want to mm-hmm. be able to see what's in there. Sure. And it's resistant glass, and I don't care what kind of safe there is. If someone wants it bad enough, uh-huh. they can get a winch and run a you know run a line to a jeep and pull it out of the wall, and no matter mm-hmm. what it has on it. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of hate for the um, for the 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 display door on it that had some uh, fracture resistant glass. Uh, mm. But I want to see what's in it, you know? It's, yeah. it's a choice I made. Uh, it's what I wanted. So. I mean, if I put a severed head in there, I want to be able to see it without the hassle of opening the door. Yes, exactly. You want to be able to see the the severed head of mm-hmm. Brianna's boyfriend. Um, Fuck yeah. That, <laughs> that tried to sneak into the uh, into the condo late at night. <laughs> um, it's, it was, it's, it's very James Bond. Um, uh-huh. And it actually is a little Doctor Strange. Do you remember Doctor Strange when he gets a watch? Like it's at the v- beginning of the movie. You're, you're, if you're not a watch guy, you probably didn't pick it up. But he has yeah. a, like a, a drawer in his closet that has all these winders. And he, he has to open the drawer and he pulls right. out a, a, a Jaeger Lacator. Uh, this is before the car accident. with that. Metal. Yeah, this is just before the car accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He pulls out a JLC Master Averso, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, JLC Grand Chron- Chronometer. One of the two. And, um, so it's sort of like that, except it's behind, it's, it's in a glass case that's mm-hmm. sort of fastened and locked. And, and so, and I've got to put my fingerprint in to open it up. So it's just, it's, right. it's one of those things. It's like, it's, it's the, it's, I'm just so satisfied by looking at it. It yeah. just makes me so happy to look at it because it's now, like it a lot just, of years of work. Is it just a fingerprint that would, it would be used? There's also a code. It, it, yeah, could you, you could use code. other body parts to identify? Oh well, it's got to have ridges. Uh huh. Um. So I don't know. I don't know veins count. Okay. Um. So mushroom stamping ain't gonna we'll cut it out. I, yeah, I don't know. All I, right. We could try, but I need yeah. a step ladder. Well, for science, you know, I think it's it'd be weirdly positioned. I don't want to give away its exact location. In my claws would be weirdly positioned for me to, to get up there uh-huh. to do that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I can I can report back. It it holds okay. uh, up to four fingerprints, so I can mm. I can try as as a separate second one. But it's just like it's it's a lot of years of work uh-huh. um, to amass the collection that I that I have, and so like I, to get to look at it like that, like in this super cool futuristic looking no, like case that wine small, cool. like it's just super, it just makes me happy. Cool. It just makes me happy. And now my Reddit karma is up over 11,000 because of that, which is really cool. <laughs> All right. um, even though there's, there was some hate on it, but I'm fine. Mm. I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't care. A lot of it was just salty, salty, jealousy, jealousy. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was the uh, gin blossom songs? Hey, jealousy. Hey, jealousy. Yeah. That's I, I freaking love the gin blossom so much. Good, good times. Um, I did. Did you do anything for St. Patrick's day? Uh, nothing real special. We, uh, I went to the store and got, got the gear, but we came home and made our own Irish car bombs. <laughs> so on brand. 
I, I said we could never actually, I mean, it is an act of terrorism, so we can't really um, go to Ireland and, and order them. Yeah, as, as an English person, Lance, uh-huh. I'm offended. Okay, well. I, I feel attacked by uh, this. As you should. Um, <laughs> and we uh, just That's got a some- tough, like, at-home drink, Lance. That's a- We made it happen. <laughs> So it's remind it's it's um, some Bailey's it's sh- from Jameson that dropped in a Guinness. Okay, and it, but it's got to be a Guinness, yeah. Uh huh. I don't like Guinness. Oh, really? It's not. No, I oh, wow. I don't have enough hair on my chest. Mm. It does not taste good. Mm, I'm a big fan. Really nice and creamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Chocolatey and yep. And you throw throw the three together, and it's just it's a candy. No, it's not. It tastes. <laughs> Like foot, it tastes like foot. Like what I would imagine, if you were to suck on Travis Campbell's toes, that's what a Guinness I think, tastes like. <laughs> well, you have to report back to me. Travis me Campbell's toe Guinness. <laughs> Did we just come up with like, the title of the episode? I, we might, we might have. Probably should. Um, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to earn the ire of the Channel Three folks. Um, I did a deal for Iva Clark. Yeah, that, that's uh, a bad idea. Uh, so Ivy Clark yeah. had, had sort of a KOL event that night um, where they mm-hmm. debuted. Um, I guess they didn't debut, but they sort of gave some more information out on, on some new stuff they have coming out, including they have a new scanner coming out, an Ivy Clark branded scanner that I think um, wow. has some three shaped guts to it, but, but their branding is their own and they've got some new mill options and stuff like that. Interesting. But, but they, <laughs> this was like an hour and a half thing. It was <laughs> almost two hours longer than it was about an hour longer than it should have been. Ugh. Um, but that the the last half of it was they got some KOLs and I'll I'll see if I can remember all of them um, to do what they called three truths and a fib, which I don't think that's what I think the game is supposed to be two truths and a lie, right? Isn't that the game two truths two truths and a lie? I don't think it's three. I don't know. I th- there's a cup in there. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's it's two truths and a lie is like what the game is supposed to be. Okay. But they made it three. Sure. And so um, so you had to submit that, and then they wanted... Yeah, it's supposed to be two truths and a lie. Um, but they just made their shit up, and so they, they had three. So I had to send them in some stuff. Um, and, and you'll know pretty... I'll tell you what I, what I sent in. You'll know pretty quick um, which one's which. But uh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you wh- which my which my ones were, and then we could talk about the other people. Um, number one was that I played happy in a college production of death of a salesman. Now they put high school production of death of a salesman. And I wanted to stop and yell at them in the middle of this because <laughs> there's a big difference between a high school production and a college production, especially when the yeah. college production, uh, the co- like the college, the, the, the organization that put on this production of death of a salesman had former mm-hmm. members in it like Matthew McConaughey and John Hamm and Marsha Gay Harden. Like, gotcha. it's a real fucking university drama department. And right. To yeah. like call it high school is like, eh, hold on a second. That's like saying, you know, oh, you played you played high school basketball. No, I played Division One college basketball. There's right. a big difference between those two. Right. And and so I I didn't stop them, but I wanted to. Um, Maybe the organizers just a big fan of High School Musical. And just kind of <laughs> and, and thought that's and, and thought I was the Zac Efron. Yeah. Part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to stop and yell at them at that point. But but they it was like, couldn't I typed this all for you in an email? Just copy and yeah. paste it. 
Yeah. How hard is it cut me at cut and paste? It's just it's lazy, is what I tell you. The second one was uh, was selected by San Antonio Magazine as uh, one of San Antonio's ten sexiest yeah. bachelors in twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that that was <laughs> unfortunately true. Yeah. Um, then the third one was caught a foul ball at an Angels game with Mike Detola, um, which is true, and there's YouTube footage of that. Um, have you ever right. seen that that YouTube footage? I don't think I have. No, I'll send it. It's on. I'll okay. send you the link. It's it's okay. pretty fun. Um, it was. It wasn't like a, a pop fly foul ball. It was like a fucking. This ball is going to impale somebody. Hold up, foul ball. <laughs> okay. And it happened to bounce on the row behind us, and then like landed in Mike's wife's lap. Oh. Um, okay. And she just like handed me the ball like it was no big deal. Yeah. Um. And then the fourth one was that I own Tony Parker's Maserati. Ah, uh, so obviously, yeah, I, I kind of sort of made it close. Yeah, because uh, they want to see if you got pictures of. It's like, all right, well, I have the video of me and Mike. I have uh-huh. a picture of me like after the college production of playing Happy with my mom. Uh-huh. College production, um, and then I have the the picture of me in in the Tesla, um, and then like the picture for the magazine. So uh-huh. um, that was all fun. They showed the video of me and Mike, and and had me kind of talk about about that experience, and that was uh-huh. fun. Um, and some of the other people, um, like the, the president of Ivoclar, uh, Christian Brutzer, who's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, then they had Chet Spivey, who I love, who's the director of sales for Ivoclar. Those are two internal Ivoclar people They had Joyce, <laughs> Joyce Bastin <laughs> from ACD, uh-huh. who I could tell that, that George Tysowski, the vice president of Ivoclar was so uncomfortable the whole time because she was like trying to make it inappropriate and he just was like not having any of it. Really? He could not get away from Joyce fast enough. It was so funny. <laughs> he was trying to show pictures of her like in a bikini on a, on a, on a top of a Ferrari and he was just not having any of it. He's just like, no, nah, moving on, moving wow. on. Just like, it was, we were supposed to spend like five minutes and she was like, I swear to God, 90 seconds. It was like, he was in and out so fast. Like it was, wow. it was wild. He was, I, <laughs> he was so uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Um, we had Nelson Rago, uh, the ceramist, oh, yeah. um, from the Love ACD. Good, mm-hmm. good dude. Um, very good dude. We had, uh, a guy named Kenneth Malamet, who's, I guess, a prosthodontist in Boston or at, at one of the Boston, uh, dental school prost departments. I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, who else did we have? Nate Lawson, um, from, uh, UAB dental tube on Instagram. Gotcha. Um, he was on there. He actually trolled me a little bit. Um, his fib was that he has a dental TikTok account called the Dental Grinder, where he uh, makes up dental dances. Um, and he had some really good ones, and I don't remember what they were, but they were all really funny. Huh. Um, and I'm trying to remember who else. I feel like I'm missing somebody um, that was in there. But it was it was fairly fun. Um, they should have kept it to just being that and just done like some product stuff in between those right? Um, and, and done a couple fewer people and spent more time on it. Um, and then they had like a, they had, oh, they had a guy that a guy named Ron Jackson, who's, I guess, a composite guru. Oh yeah. He's retired he, now. Yeah. He and taught he, at LVI. He was, yeah. And he's super into Guinness. And so he gave like a five minute history of Guinness. Yes. He is. Um, and it was just like <laughs> the wildest shit. <laughs> It was what it was basically a, gun, a bunch of Guinness memes for about five minutes. It's like okay. we just go, went through Guinness meme after Guinness meme. Um, so it was an interesting event. Um, I, I um, huh. they they weren't trying to sell anything per se. I think they're just trying to get some together for some camaraderie. But like that should be an hour. Two hours of that was a lot, a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah. So um, that's your three truths and a fib. <laughs> it's kind of it's it when they send me the email like to tell me to do this, like it's kind of hard to come up with. Like it took me a few minutes to think about mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. actually like took me a couple of days of like thinking about it, like what am I gonna put on here? Right. Um and, and then what's gonna be the fib? That's kind of the hard thing, is like what are you gonna make up? Um right. so uh interesting thing. Um I I'm gonna challenge you for next uh episode. I want you to come up with three truths and a fib about you just to see how challenging it is, because it is not oh. easy. Okay. So next episode we'll do Lance's three truths and a fib, and we'll see if we can figure out what because it's 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 actually pretty hard to come up with. Okay. So All right. I, I want you to see. I want you to experience the pain that I experienced. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> misery loves company. I got yes, you. absolutely, All absolutely. Right. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Sometimes we answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want but we don't want a bunch of boring questions, do we, Lance? Oh fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the best generic party game? Because we all know that seven truths and a lie is the greatest party game of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. It reminds me of uh, do you remember something about Mary? Uh-huh. Do you remember when they picked up the hitchhiker and his big like million dollar idea was six minute abs? Right, right. Because it's like you're going to see that next to seven minute abs and which one you're going to buy? You're going to buy six minute abs. But like five minute abs is ridiculous because that's obviously too little. Six yeah. is the perfect number. This like is like, our- this is Ivaclar. It's just like, <laughs> oh, we can do two, do two truths and a lie. Nah, I got something even better. Three truths and a lie. Yeah, there you and go. And it's like somebody else at the conference table is like, nah, I, I can one up you on that one. Four truths and a lie. And they all just like, just lose it. Like, no, yeah. Jerry, that's too far, Jerry. <laughs> it's not, gotta know when to stop, Jerry. Um, I wish I could come up with three truths and a fib about Gordon Christensen. Um, <laughs> but I would probably make it too easy because the fib would be something super sexual and, and yeah. everybody would know that would be yeah. the, the fib. Absolutely. So. <laughs> I wish they would have gotten Gordon on there to do it. That would have been fun though. That would have been cool. That would have been, that would Very I, cool. I, replace, replace me with Gordon next time and, uh, and do 15 minutes with him. Reddit user Iniquio704, I think asks, it is my first time going to the dentist after five years. Got teeth cleaned. No, oh, I, I screwed this one all up. I'm sorry. Yeah, Let's did. start that over. Okay. Iniqui, Iniquay0704 asks, Jesus, how, long have, how many be, episodes is this? 170. And 170. Yeah. Jesus. I, I think it's supposed to be pronounced unique. 0704. Oh, Jesus. It is late. <laughs> uh, unique 0704. Iniquay. <laughs> As we paid Johnson. Fuck. Hey, <laughs> hey, Ron. Um, <laughs> How would you know if a dentist is lying? It is my first time going to the dentist after five years. Got my teeth cleaned from last time. Went to a new dentist to ask about a little hole that I was feeling from my teeth. Discovered that I have a total of six holes. (laughs) She 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 was quick to notice them when she first took a look at my mouth. Seems like a trustworthy person and advised me to treat four of the holes 
since the other two wasn't immediate. The problem is that my parents think it's too expensive for that kind of treatment. It's 20% more from where they were expecting. And they think I was scammed. And the dentist just told me about imaginary holes. (laughs) Are my parents somehow right? Well, if you got to count your holes, I suggest you start clockwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, how this, they said I went to New Dentist. So I discovered I have a total. Um, to ask about a little hole. I always find it funny when people say things that are either exaggerations or just completely off. Like last week I had a patient, she says, oh yeah, my, my, my crown is loose. And I get in there and, and no, it's broken at the gum line. This isn't just loose. We're, we're, we, we have to extract and graft. And, and other times people are, are like, and that's why I, I hate one over the phone when they say I chipped my tooth. Okay. Well, chip to you is a fracture to another person. A fracture to one is, is a chip to another. So I'd be curious to know how they knew they had a hole in their tooth. I guess feeling it with their tongue or something would be would be my... That's the only thing I can guess. Yeah. I just find it interesting. That, to me, this is the key of this whole question. It's 20% more than what they were expecting. <laughs> like what, the, what kind of fucking knowledge do your parents have about the, the usual and customary fees? Right. Were they like if if I call anywhere, like for instance, I'm I'm interested in putting a dashboard cam on my car, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Um, just because I just I see enough shit on Reddit of like things that like people do on the road, and it's like if I didn't have a dashboard cam, I'd be fucked. You know, right. Or all the Russians didn't run or whatever, like any of that yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of looking at it, and I'm like, I don't fucking know how much that's going to cost to install, but I know I want like a clean install where I can't see any wires or any shit like right. that. Like, uh huh. So I have no fucking clue what that's going to be. I don't know if that's $1,000. I don't know if that's $80. I uh-huh. have no clue. Right. I'm not in that industry. That's not what I do. Yep. So if I just had some arbitrary number in my head, and then the guy, let's say I, let's say I had in my head that it was 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. And the guy came and said, it's $360. Hold your horses. That's 20% more than I thought it would be. The fuck? Like you don't know anything about this. Exactly. So 20% actually seems pretty fucking close to the bullseye. Yeah, that doesn't seem too far off. Well, what I find interesting is people, they have no idea of relative uh, size or involvement. Because if you had one occlusal or a buckle pit filled, and it was 100 bucks, and the next time place you go, you've got four fillings, but they're all M-O-D-B-L heroic MILF things, that you're, of course, it's going to be considerably more expensive than that buckle pit. But in the patient's mind, they, they're all it's a, relatively. It's a thin. hole that needs to be filled. Yeah, a hole's a hole. Wait, <laughs> is it? Is it? Though? That's there's your title right there. <laughs> um. All right. If the dentist was trying to scam you, so uh-huh. it says here, she seems like a trustworthy person and advised me. Uh huh to treat four of the holes since the other two wasn't immediate. If they were trying to fucking scam you, wouldn't they say like all of these, all these yeah. bad boys got to be fixed today. You got six of these holes and we got to get after them. Right. Well, I always just assume patients don't trust me anyway. So that's why I'm a big fan of pictures 
and I know that they're it's all Greek to me kind of a thing where I might show you the 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 dark shadow. If you might not know if that's incipient, significant. Well, I mean, fuck. There's dental. They're not like, gonna know. Yeah. It. How long does it take for you to understand what incipient is, like in dental school or even exactly. as a fucking dentist? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that's just, it's yeah. just not something that. Um. I, that's why I'm a, such a huge sca- fan of of scanning with the Itero at the at the new patient experience. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because then it's like you can see the fucking hole if you've got the five D or the five uh-huh. D plus. Um, humble brag, I have both. You know, <laughs> um, uh, you, you can show them it in in the near the near infrared. And they can see like the spread of the decay. Like it's very, yeah. very, it, it's much easier to see that than like a bite wing. And I remember like back to dental school and I would like pull the fucking bite wing. This was like when we were film, uh-huh. like pull the fucking bite wings off the viewer and like hold them up to the light, like with a pencil and uh-huh. like try to show them a decay or show yeah. them a carous lesion. And it's like, and these fucking people don't know what they're looking like. Right. You know, it, how many hours of us having to take radiology exams did it take before we could figure out what we were looking at? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're just like, ha- like asking a patient. To, so that's the scan sort of, sort of gets rid of all this. Now the scan, I, you know, let's say this person got scanned and they saw it. It's still their fucking parents who are saying uh-huh. that it's a scam and there they weren't in the room. I was just saying, were they even there? Which is fine. Like, if you're fucking over 18, I don't want your parent in the room anyway. Like, you're, you're over 18. You're over seven. I don't want you in there. Yeah. Kick <laughs> your your parents should be home um, and, and not here. Uh-huh. Um, I, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing about second opinions. And it's not so much second opinions. It's just about, like, additional opinions. Um, if someone okay. wants to hear something, they'll get, quote, unquote, second opinions until they hear what they want to hear. Right? Right. I mean, that's, Absolutely. that's, that's, that's just how some of these, like a person like this is, this uh-huh. is just baffling to me. It's 20% more. That's pretty yeah. fucking close. That's pretty, yeah, that's, that was my other thought. Yeah. If it's five, if they thought it was going to be 500 bucks, it's 600 bucks. Yeah. That's I, like, that's not unreasonable. It's not 200% more. No. Like, Plus, how much would it cost if they said, oh, that's just too much? And you're going to go someplace else. Even right. if it's at the same price, you just wasted time and money. That's all the fucking time. Just go so, get it done. Just get it done. Just go get it done. Now, I just, I mean, I, you know, I, I hate castigating patients for like the weird words that they choose because it always fascinates me the words that they choose. Okay. But like, I guarantee you the dentist, when they were going over the treatment plan, did not call them holes. <laughs> pretty good chance you know and so it's like all right they had to have referred to them as cavities or lesions or something right. something other than whole slightly more professional right. when you get to reddit how does it turn into a fucking hole i have six holes that's just yeah it's a i'm fucking weird way i'm just going with english as a second language and um, yeah i mean that's always always possible yeah um I just, I just hate this. I, I hate this shit because it's like the parents are saying the dentist is is scamming them off of n- no information whatsoever, right? No information and no experience, right? Yeah. What qualifies them to second right. guess it? Yeah, to say that if they get yeah. if if you could, 
if you could guess the cost of your treatment plan as a layman and come within 20%, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be pretty fucking impressed. That's, that's pretty impressive. Every time. Yeah. Like, wow, uh-huh. it's closest to the pin. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's check out. <laughs> I, I refuse to say it how it's supposed to be said. Okay. Let's check out Inuakwe. <laughs> God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Well, it's kind of like even when I, I had my little heart thing on October 6th and, uh, Guess how Would much you have little- any idea how to fucking estimate what that was going to cost? No. Do you have any no. idea how much it was? Uh, I don't even want to know. I'm, okay. I'm going to guess eighty grand. Oh no, it wasn't quite that bad. No. Okay. No, it was like five thousand. It was for my out of pocket or, or whole thing. The whole thing. Or you're out of pocket. No, I and I got deductible, so I get to pay a three thousand dollar. Okay. Yeah. But they did like a cath on you, right? No. Uh. Uh-uh. What they was just- that deal that they did? Uh, later on, they did the subversion, so they okay. you know, electric shock. But we're not talking on. about that. This is just like no. your visit to the ER. My ER visit. Okay, I thought you were talking pills. like when, when they were doing all your stuff as well, your procedure. No, no. Okay. this is just uh, a, sitting there for a couple hours, chilling, sucking down a couple pills. Sucking down one. <laughs> just a couple. Interesting. Five five grand for some meds and being monitored for a couple hours. Yep. I'm assuming they did an EKG. Yep. Yeah. Could you imagine if we charge five grand to have like somebody just sit around and then we take a pano and then just like give them some yeah. and don't leave. Yeah. Pull the pulse oximeter on just to check BP. All right. Yeah. There's a thousand dollars. Um, yeah. Good times. Could you have ever guessed in a fucking million years, like within 20% what that was going to cost? No fucking way. <laughs> no. In the subreddit of voiceover, okay. is it possible to narrate a horror story with a high voice? <laughs> like Jiminy I've Cricket? Been want- <laughs> I've been wanting to voice over horror stories recently and noticed that the scary ones had deep voices in them. Uh-huh. As someone who has a high voice, I've tried many times to get my voice deeper, but I just can't achieve it. I've asked family and friends some opinion about it, and it sounds really forced. Not being able to do a deep voice and wanting to do horror story narration. Is there a way where I can do horror narrations with a high voice? I think it has to be like some Annabelle shit, right? Sure, sure. But you know, where it's do- like the haunted doll or like the, the possessed child or some shit like that. Yeah, that would make sense. But I mean, you can always do the voice modulation. You just use on the computer and you, you twist some knobs and drop it down. Like like the FBI informant, whatever, when they're right. interviewing them on TV, like that kind of deal. Exactly, exactly. But that's like... If you have the high, just play into it and just pick a, a horror story that has to do with like a possessed child saying freaky shit, uh-huh. like about like or a there's a Chucky doll. That's and, the yeah. yeah, that's the man that stands at the end of my bed every night. Like what the right. fuck? Like <laughs> I or saw grandma a- the other day. Grandma's been dead for thirteen years. What? Like that's you, you do stories like that or an evil Jiminy Cricket. You know, Pinocchio gone bad. Oh, and- fucking evil Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Exactly. Speaking exactly. of Pinocchio, that if this dentist was fucking lying, <laughs> you just see their nose growing through their mask, you know? Yeah, that wasn't his nose. But the <laughs> other thing was, uh, <laughs> um, you could do the, the the Wayne Newton thing. You do know Wayne's Wayne Newton's career? You know much of his story? I, I don't know. I mean, I know that he's like a Las Vegas like lounge singer. Yeah. So know. when he he got famous when he's like 16 years old, but he his voice was high. He sang real. You hear Donka Shane. It sounds like a little girl, and uh, he got made fun of. Goes to gets a voice coach to to coach him to try to talk talk deeper, and eventually he's able to get his voice to train it to be well, lower. Did he like go to go to fucking go through puberty or something? 
No, I think this was post-puberty. He still just kind of had a had a high voice. So a voice coach got him to deepen it. Is he still alive? I think so. I think so. We actually, last time we were in Vegas, we tried to find out where he, he lived. We found the house, but as we took pictures in front of it, apparently he's moved. <laughs> so he wasn't there. <laughs> it's like some fucking investment banker. Like, what the fuck are these people doing? Probably. Probably. It's like a whole city block. <laughs> it's it's uh so it's like Graceland in is in, in style or, or it's side. like Graceland, but nobody wants to fucking go to no. Wayne Newton's house. <laughs> what are you doing? Exactly. That was the irony of the joke. <laughs> well, we're here. Wayne isn't. Um, we have three posts in the Pootie Pie submissions subreddit. Pootie Pie says the N-word again. That's a I tough look. I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's not that I don't care. I don't, I don't think you should say that word. Yeah. Um, I, why does anybody care what that particular stupid YouTube person does? Yeah. Is, is that PewDiePie? Is that the one that did the YouTube to plays video games and people watched? And I, I, I don't, I honestly do not know. I just okay. know that he's a YouTube guy. I don't know what I he does. I think he's like Swedish, but a uh, famous YouTuber. And I don't know. I think South Park made fun of him for a while once I, that would give him legitimacy right it, it was kind of a big i think it was the first uh youtube gamer to like make a million dollars or something oh, fuck so fuck one of those slit my fucking wrist exactly speaking of question two <laughs> okay reddit user blue chicken 92 says tired and depressed hey guys just pulled up to my office again dreading the sight of cars already lined up I'm exhausted and I hate my job. I don't hate dentistry, but sometimes it feels as though I do. I dread coming to work every day. I actually feel depressed as soon as I get up in the morning. I'm sick of not being with my family. I'm sick of being mistreated and verbally abused by patients. I'm sick of my staff's attitude. I'm sick of my back and neck hurting. And I'm sick of not having time or energy to do anything I enjoy. By the time I come home, I'm tired and all I can think about is lying down. I'm only 29 and I'm depressed that I feel double my age. I don't have energy to keep up with my marriage. I don't have energy for a social life. I'm just tired. How do you guys cope? Yeah, that that's a Some heavy shit. Yeah, and the the first comment that I see here is the first one I wanted to know was do you own your own practice or are you an associate? Because it does does change things a little bit. Sort of, kind of. Cuz like when he says I I'm sick of my what's I hate my staff. Where's the Sick of my staff's attitude. Well, that's easy. If if you're sick of their attitude, you get a new staff unless you're an associate and you have no control. Well, I mean, yes, that's certainly easy to say. However, like it's, I will say it's not just like a fucking buyer's market out there. Uh, yeah, right now it's so hard to replace anybody. Yeah, like you, you kind of know that more more than anyone. Uh-huh. Um, so I do understand sort of the well. I can't, you know, necessarily. I can't necessarily just start fresh because there's like literally fucking nobody out there. Exactly. Exactly. Mistreated and verbally abused by patients. Um, I had a, a, a hygienist working for me on Wednesday that was, um, he's, con- he's a consultant and I was using him. I needed the help, but also I was hoping to get kind of like his endorsement to tell his acolytes to maybe come work for me. And uh, he was, um, he was impressed with the fact that I told him that, yeah, years ago, I don't do it quite as much. And I don't really need to as much as I used to, but yeah, we used to find the people we hated, the, the patients in the in the schedule that we didn't like to see. We just got rid of them. 
If they if they ag- make you that aggravated, then don't see them. Um, now with social media, you, you have to be a little more strategic than just simply sending them a certified letter. But um, but that that's a relatively easy. Now you can't be you can't fire everybody that you hate because then you'd be really I would be really bored and lonely because there'd be nobody there. <laughs> but you know the, the extreme people that are abusive, yeah, they're gone. Then you have more time for the people that respect your time and talents and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I've had this exact feeling. I mean, I had you know, I had to deal with the posts. Uh huh. Where. I literally took every fucking thing like off the shelf of my office and threw it away uh-huh. and just like got rid of everything because I didn't want like, I, I, I don't know. It's <laughs> a separation of personal and professional. Yeah. Because it's just like, all right, I'm just going to come here and be miserable for eight hours a day. Uh-huh. And, and, and it was, I mean, it took like a couple therapy sessions for my therapist to sort of pinpoint. It's like when I feel alone, uh-huh. When I feel like like I don't have backup, I don't feel like I have anybody behind me to support me, or what you know, I, I uh-huh. don't have my team supporting me the way that I need them to. Right. That that's my that that is like a very triggering thing for me. Um, and so so like to have these feelings of waking up dreading the day, whatever. Like there's uh-huh. something that's happening during the workday that is is dragging up previous traumas and making this person feel out of control and, and is an emotional trigger for this person. Um, and the problem is figuring out what, and, and you just, many times you can't do it yourself. And that's, that's, I I think therapy is is really important for that because I wouldn't Uh have figured out that's what it was. I would have just said my dumbass staff makes me crazy. And well, it's, it's like a lot more intricate than that. Right. And so, um, you know, you're going to have, there are going to be those times when like the staff makes a mistake, but what I need to do is to learn how to deal with that trauma better so that that's not where my brain goes immediately and goes into, you know, the goes off the deep end. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like there's some of those issues here. And that's like, you know, I, I think dentistry breeds that, that sort of, of, um, negative feeling about yourself because, um, Cause you see, you know, you see all this stuff that you do and you know, there's just, there's no world that you do where everything there, there is no world. There's no dentist that does everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure APA has bad days, right. And right. we don't get to see them. Of course. Um, and, um, you know, so, but what we see of APA is all the perfection, right. Right. And so we look at that and then we compare ourselves and it's like, you know, um, it's just easy to languish on those on those L's on those losses that that we see, um, and not think about the wins. And that there are stretches where there aren't a lot of wins. You know, mm-hmm. I had, like last Thursday, I had a really rough day and came home and laid in bed and at eight o'clock ate a bowl of cereal and then took a Valium and went to bed. And uh-huh. like it was like that was you know it was just in a shitty place. And of course, the next day I'm doing Shamford Psyche. <laughs> for Kirk Barron's accidental university uh-huh. feeling like a fucking phony talking about the uh, talking about like how to have a you know how to how to keep your head on straight with this shit after the day before I was like yeah you know a, a fucking crazy person you know uh-huh. um it dentistry breeds this shit and so the the problem is is that you have people that are the psychopaths that we've all come uh-huh. to know and love are are pizza mans are 
our South Dakota friend. I mean, there's just a, there's yeah. a million of these fucking psychopaths. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you and I can name 30 more of them, um, that deal with it that way, which I think is a really poor way to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you kind of have the rest of us healthy people who it, it's weird to say that like dentistry doing this to you is healthy, but it's like, at <laughs> least you're not a psychopath, you right. know? Right. At least you're not a fucking psychopath. Like you feel this way. It means not you yet. have, yeah. But it, I, it, this person will never turn into a psychopath. I can tell you by reading yeah. this. Yeah. This person will never be putting three fucking mini implants in as a maxillary molar and quote unquote teaching their technique because it's so good. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That ain't, that's never going to fucking happen from this person. Right. This person has something in them that strives to want to do things a certain way and can't. For whatever reason, uh-huh. whether that be fee schedules, whether that be scheduling, whether that be practice model, what whatever it may be, um, and so I don't uh-huh. like. I know that the the coaches and the consultants and these fucking experts will tell you, you know, build the practice around the life you want, which is really fucking easy to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's real yeah. fucking easy to say, and it's really fucking easy to get on a stage and put it on a fucking PowerPoint, and it's a mm-hmm. lot harder to actually pull the fucking trigger and do it. Um. I, I would say the first thing I would say is you need to cut your hours. Number one, probably. Um, yeah. Do more dentistry in less time, which is something that I'm fucking toying with. And, and I, I really want to start doing, mm-hmm. um, I really want to start doing I, what I really want to start doing is like some seven to twos straight through. Uh huh. But if I'm going to do seven to twos, I got to do at least one, like two to seven. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And, Nobody, my everybody in my fucking office, like makes excuses on why they can't do the two to seven. Yep. I've got kids. Well, your fucking kids are fifteen. Yeah. Your kid can't be alone from two until seven. Like they're at fifteen. I I can't even say what I was doing at fifteen. Sure, sure. But it had to do with this really soft blanket that would I wrap around a pillow and then have to try to hide (laughs) the stains on it. That's the that like I was perfectly fine being alone at fifteen. That's right. Um. I think reducing hours is a huge thing. Uh-huh. Get less less clinic time. You can be as efficient in less time if you stagger your schedule a certain way. And that's the the straight six that uh, Woody, what's his name, he wrote an article on like 20 years ago. He said, you know, you could, you're as productive nine to three as you are eight to five with a lunch break because you're not slowing down for lunch at all. You're just going straight through and you'll, you'll produce the same in that, those six hours that you would in, in the eight. And then leave at three. And leave right. at three. And mm-hmm. do one do one night where you, or one day where you start mm-hmm. at noon and go to seven, whatever it is. Right. Or six, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to do. The challenge you've got is right now, the the risk is you you won't have a team that will be on board and you may need to replace one or a few or all of your staff because of that, which just means, okay, fine, you replace them. But right now in the climate of hard to find people, it might not be the time to make that change. Yeah. If, if they're not all on board. If you reduce your hours, it's going to change a few of these things. Number one, it's going to give you more time for yourself. Uh-huh. And to be with your family, which is big. It's going to help your mental outlook. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to give you some time to get a fucking therapist and start doing some therapy. Uh-huh. It's all virtual now. There's no excuse for anybody to not do therapy. It's easy. You can do it from your fucking house. You can do it from your office. You can do it from your goddamn phone in your car Yeah. Um, with, with a virtual therapist, um, which is about how 99% of therapy is happening now. Okay. So there's no excuse not to do it. Um, back and neck hurting. 
be in the fucking chair less. Like that's, that's, that helps that. And then once you're in the chair less, then you can go to yoga and, and exercise and things. get some time we, to work out. We, uh, it was, I think we did the math. It was seven years ago that we switched to three day work week. We didn't reduce hours really. Cause we made Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday slightly longer, but we had four days to, to get over it. And I had more time to go to the gym. Uh, my back at one point, my back was so bad. It was, it was a mess. I, I was actually thinking I was going to have to retire. Uh, and then because I go to the gym, um, and, and, everything yeah, and your else. fucking like hump exercise that you do and then and that, gotta hump the air man you hump the air <laughs> fuck <I did. laughs> they have to close that gym down they're gonna have to, you know those foggers <laughs> that's that right are like hypochloric acid uh-huh. they're just like you're doing that they're just gonna have to stand over with that fucking fogger and just fog the air i'm like, like an nfl starter coming out of this tunnel and all the fog as yeah. i'm hump, humping the air you're humping the, the air jesus um I, to, like that's such a simple fix, yeah. and and I just and like it's it's one like I'm staring down the barrel of. I should have fucking done it at the end of COVID, like as we had full control over our schedule. Right. I don't know. I guess because I thought like, oh, we have a lot of people to see. I got to catch up. But yeah. Um, yeah. at some point, I'm going to pull the fucking trigger, and we're going to do this bad boy, and I'm going to start doing like seven to two thirty, and then like twelve to six thirty or something. Yeah. And just work straight through and 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 do it. I th- I think that answers a lot of the stuff. It does. Um maybe it makes your staff's attitude better because they get a little bit more time. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I think it I, I'm not saying it's a fucking fix all because like therapy is part of this, you know. Right. Um if if significantly depressed, you may even need to you know, speak to a psychiatrist and need some, some, um, you know, serotonin reuptake inhibitors or yeah, some, some pharmacologic intervention as well. Some mm-hmm. medical intervention in addition to the therapy. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's just a huge answer to this It's just, it's just cut back your hours a little bit. Um, and I'm like, that's yeah. the fucking pot that's calling the kettle black, you know? Um, and, oh, and, you and cause pot? that's, yeah, that might be the answer. <laughs> that could be. Actually, um, I don't know what state they're in and if they can get access to it. But if you can't, um, many states don't have, we don't have, we don't have legal THC in the state of Texas, but there's a loophole in the hemp law. So there's something called Delta eight CBD that is legal here. Oh, and that shit packs a fucking punch, my friend. Okay. Um, then it takes a little while to onset. It's about a two hour onset, but when it does hit, it's fucking hard, Wow, hard. So if you can get Delta eight in your state, give that, give that bad boy a, a whirl. I mean, you can get, you can get fucking anything you want Yeah, yeah. in Washington, but here in Texas, we're fucking teetotalers. Let's so go down to we, Portland. They can get black tar hair on it. No problem. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you and you and, and Brady Smith and, and Dame Lillard can just right. shoot that shit in between your toes. <laughs> um, heroin chic. <laughs> I've always thought Brady was heroin chic. Yeah. I love that guy. Uh, the thing I love the most about Brady is that uh-huh. he hates Pizza Kenny. He yeah, hates Pizza Man. I know. He hates him with a fucking passion. So good. Well, the fact that he, he actually had, does like real def- charity dentistry. He was an apologist for him for a while, and I love to see him swing the 180 degrees. You no, know, that for a while was like five minutes. Okay. All right. All right. It wasn't very long where he sniffed out the motivations of that yeah. no bib. Yep. Applying motherfucker. Um. Yeah, um, I, it's it's pot calling the kettle black for me to tell this person to cut back their hours, but uh-huh. um, it's it's what I know I need to do, uh-huh. and 
I think that's what this person needs to do. Now, the, the, I, I shouldn't be this judgmental, but when they say I'm only 29, that makes me think they're an associate, so they may not have yeah. the power to do that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why I assume that just because you're 29, it means you, you can't own your own practice. It's obviously not true. Um, so um, if you don't, I would just tell the doc, like I would tell your owner, um, hey, give me six weeks and let me see if I can produce as much in those six hours as I do in eight and let's see how it rolls. Yeah, that's a good idea. I would, I would gladly, if I could get my team on board with this, I would gladly be like, all right, two days a week, I'm having Chick-fil-A delivered to lunch. And two days a week, I'm having, I don't know, Schlotzky's. Or do you have Schlotzky's? I do not. That's an Austin thing. Um, Is that a I don't know. deli or a... Yeah, it's a sandwich. It's a it's a it's a a, a sandwich has a, a really unique bread that's pretty good. Um, I I just I don't like Subway, so I, I hesitate to say Subway as like being being delivered. Jersey Mike's, some shit. Like I don't know. I would I would buy lunch like three of the days of the week. Okay, if I could get my team to jump on board, but then like not pull the shit of like not me uh, as far as like the as far as like work in the afternoon shift or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think that's what they need to do. I mean, let's do a quick look at Blue Chicken 92. <laughs> the subreddit of dentistry. Another day of hating my job. That that post was deleted. That sounds like me. Jesus, this is, <laughs> is, this, is this the female version of me? I sense it's Subreddit pain. of working moms, venting here, tired working mom. Um, yeah, brah. I, I feel you. Um. I am five weeks pregnant and was assisting in a dental office with nitrous oxide. Patient was on it. I'm scared. It was two hours. Well, uh, uh, are they a dentist? Oh. It says I assisted. This was seven months ago. It's not like this was four years ago. Uh-huh. We've been answering this as if that person was a dentist. Yeah. They might be an assistant. <laughs> At which uh-huh. case, you can't make the schedule. Nope. Um, yeah, I don't know how to help you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's just pretend you're a dentist. Let's yeah, pretend we didn't even see that. We're going to stick with the original premise. Cause I can't help an assistant. No. Well, to me that just, it's a little easier fix. You hate it. Go. Why are you doing it? Do something. You different. didn't invest four years into this. Yeah. You don't have you know, half a million dollars in debt that you have no okay, other way. Wait, this is strange. Cause th- this is in working moms. Venting here, tired working mom. Hey guys, I have no one to talk to, but I've been very depressed lately. I'm a dentist. Okay. And I know I'm so blessed to have that job that I do, but I can't now feel sad that I have to work. I feel like I'm missing out so much. The little one's gross. She's 13 months now, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. So this is seven months ago, they said. Maybe they were temping. They were assisting an office that they don't normally work at. Yeah, I don't know. 
if you were a dentist, Lance, would you ask about nitrous and would you, if you were a dentist, would you go on Reddit to ask about nitrous and pregnancy? No, no, that's not my resource. Right. <laughs> I have colleagues. And fucking PubMed, like studies. Yeah, you're the, and your textbook Malamed, that you just graduated and, from. And all right, now I can't figure. I, I'm I'm lost. Yeah, I was assist, I was I'm five weeks pregnant and was assisting at a dental office with nitrous oxide. Patient was on it. I'm scared. It was two hours. I, I'm I'm assuming that using the word assisting, just the other off this chain was shorthanded, and so they filled in. I'm not filling in as an assistant, Lance. No, but I mean, I've helped out or assisted uh, offices that uh, the doctor was incapacitated or one guy had to go to a funeral, so I, I filled in for him. So, I so you're to, thinking it's like assisted in like, I was filling in as I a dentist out. in another office. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that's what it is. I, maybe, I don't know. But if they're a dentist, there's no way that they're going to go in and assist. It's just, I don't, I don't know what to think now. Yeah. Well, they said in that one email or one post that they're a dentist. They love their job or, or something along those lines. Then so, why were you, ass- all right. So 10 months ago uh-huh. in the subreddit of Invisalign, they wrote attachment fell off. Hi all. Currently I'm in the refinement phase of my Invisalign. I have quite a bit of attachments and one of them fell off last night while removing my tray. I was wondering, is this something I should go in the office to ask to fix or it's okay to wait for my next appointment in 30 days? If you were a dentist, why are you asking that? Yeah. Even if you're an assistant, why would you ask that? Because you're just going to go to work the next day and say, hey, my button's off. Put it back on. I don't know. Now I'm... Something's not adding up. Something's missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hi, guys. I'm kind of freaking out because I'm five weeks pregnant and I ate a papaya that wasn't all the way ripe. I later read online this. The type of latex in unripe papaya might trigger marked, uh, marked uterine contractions leading to early labor. I'm afraid of miscarriage. Is this a concern? Well, if you had 10 dozen, maybe two bites. Yeah, I don't think so. These fucking unripe papayas are just murdering babies. Where's Westboro Baptist Church? <laughs> <laughs> and, and picketing these fucking unripe papayas. They're fucking baby killers. These unripe papayas. Oh, the humanity. If you eat an unripe papaya, Lance, you're going to prison. Uh-huh. And, and in Texas, they'll give you the death penalty for eating an unripe papaya that kills your baby. So you kill the baby. Now we kill you because life is precious is sort of the deal. <laughs> so stay away from unripe papayas. Gotcha. Um, they will, um, they'll get you into some trouble with the Bible thumpers. We wouldn't want that. We wouldn't. Mm. Yeah. We don't Terrible. want anybody having access to unripe papayas. No. Regardless of the situation. Regardless of, of, of no. the situation. But here's the plan B pill. You can <laughs> well, have that. Yeah, but that doesn't. Once you're, 
there's a small window that's a, a tight needle to thread. I got your window. But from there, it's unripe papayas, Lance. Gotcha. How do you tell if a papaya is ripe? You just squeeze it real good. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm at a loss for this person. I don't know if they're a dentist or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, Time I, to I punch. I just don't know. I do not know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So some days I don't even know if I'm a dentist. So <laughs> it's that's nothing new yeah. for me. Um, sure. Hey, shoot us a rating. If you have anybody that doesn't know if they're a dentist either, tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show one new listener at a time. Lance, what's your favorite number? I'm a big fan of five. I'm a big fan of five as well. Um, four out of five people who don't even know if they're really dentists agree um, that five is the best number. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, if you're cl- clicking through Podbean, click five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social, social bullshits. Facebook, workinginterferences with Josh and Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Twitter at Winterferences. Instagram at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. Uh, Lance, I believe it is your turn for a song. It is my turn. Um, are you familiar with uh, the band When in Rome? Um. I am not, but when I was in Rome, I did listen to the band "Win in Rome" because "Win in Rome." Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, it always reminds me. I heard the the they're pretty much their one and only song that was a hit was back in eighty eight, eighty nine, uh, when I was in college, and I was in Idaho. So it reminds me uh, of the movie that that song actually was on. Do you do you, do you know that there was a? Uh, well, if you weren't really familiar with them, there was a famous movie. That the credits, I think, uh, they showed the promise. The name of the song is "The Promise." I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the ride was to see. I promise. I know they don't sound the way I planned them to be. But if you wait around a while, I'll make you fall for me. I promise. I promise, I promise you I will. It finished Napoleon Dynamite. Did you ever see Napoleon Dynamite? I did. I saw it once. Okay. At the very end. That's all I needed. Okay. Well, I'm a big fan of covers. I think I've mentioned that before. And uh, at first, uh, Newfound Glory had covered The Promise. I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the lie I was to say. I know they all sound the way I planned them to be. But if you wait around the while, I'll make you fuck me. That's not the one I, that I'm going to use. I actually found this this other cover. Oh, by the way, do you know where uh, When in Rome is from? I mean, it makes sense that they'd be, that they would be from Rome. They'd be from Manchester. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that actually makes more sense okay. now that you say it. <laughs> so they're from Manchester. Kind of a one-hit wonder. Newfound Glory covered them. But this guy, this Sturgill Simpson, yeah. is, is a country artist. And covered. He's, um, he's um, like alt country. Is he? Okay. I'd never yeah, heard of him. I, yeah. He's not like, he's not fucking Garth Brooks country. He's like, okay. Sort of shirt halfway unbuttoned, you know, like, huh. He's, he's, it's, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't call him traditional country. Okay. All right. Cause I was visiting um, Skyler in Arizona this weekend and we were getting breakfast at a place called Scramble right there in Gilbert and they were playing Win in Rome. 
And so I was just kind of Googling it and suddenly I'd see this thing by this guy, Sturgill Simpson. I'm like, what the hell? But it was really cool. I, I liked his version. So Google calls them outlaw country. Ooh, that sounds cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to finish today with an outlaw country song by Sturgill Simpson. And it's The Promise? The Promise. Nice. Very good. Well, for Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. You, friend, don't look too strange. You know, in I'll always be there But when you're in doubt And when you're in danger Take a look all around And I'll be I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound the way you planned them to be. But if you wait around, I'll make you fall for me. I promise, I promise you I will. Your days through, and so is your temper. You know what to do. I'm gonna always be there. Sometimes if I shout. Not what's intended These words just come up With no right to bear I'm sorry but I'm just thinking The right words to say I know they don't sound If you wait around a while, I'll make you fall for me. I promise you, I promise you, I will. I'm sorry when I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound with a plan to be. But if you wait around a while, I will make you fall for me. I promise.
our promise I'm sorry when I'm just thinking of right words to say 